0: What
1: are you drinking tonight after all? What is it that you're gonna drink?
0: Okay, so tonight I'm gonna be drinking Mark and Digger's hazelnut rum. It's Sugarland Shine, which if you ever watched the show Moon uh it was on A and E where they did the moon sh- moonshining. They were right on about that about
1: show. That. Interesting, my man. Interesting. Well I look forward to having that. Uh, look forward to this we're gonna have a good show, but Let's hit that intro and let these good people come in. Thanksgiving begins at a very special time of the year for us. It's the time of peace and reflection and of getting ready for the new year. One thing we should all be thankful for is that we live in America where we have the freedom to change things and the opportunity to live. Welcome to the
0: Drunk Turkey Show. Starring Big Blue. Can I say hi, Kim? Hi, hi. Um, oh, I love you. You are just, like, a giant... Lady Liberty just squirted in my face. And when you do drink with a straw, the myth is you get more drunk because you get more air mixed in. Hi, man. Like You know how the,
1: the, the band's going like this? They
2: go... Goes... Ooh, yeah. when it hits my butthole. Ooh, that time I went yeah. to Mexico, uh, I, I stopped by a little stand and the lady had gloves. I was like, ah, uh-uh, lady, take off those gloves. I need that shit. It wasn't a freaking thing. beer so you can feel good and, like, like, it tastes good. What the hell's yeah. the point of this?
0: And <laughs> yeah, Daniel J. I
1: got a friend named John Martinez. He's not a lot of you yeah. I can speak Spanish when i are talking. <laughs> you look very handsome tonight, L.J. Every day. It's an everyday thing. I gotta. I wait this is hey,
2: y'all watch them every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I get to see them every day. I get to see, get to see those cheeks every day.
1: What's on his face? And the
0: other ones. The it still sucks. This is Phil J. Fry. And you're listening to The Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like and subscribe. You know what to do, just like every other podcast.
1: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the drunk Church show. Hope you guys like that you know new intro thing that we're gonna be trying to do. Uh, you know, unfortunately Jaime couldn't be here. He's right, yeah. volunteering oh, wait, tonight. Wait, 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 there he is. What? He showed up. <laughs> I thought you were volunteering tonight, my man.
2: Uh I'll cannot volunteer another time. Those, <laughs> those, those anal glands can wait.
1: <laughs> uh, so what did you so I think we're gonna be doing something a little bit different when we start off the shows? We'll start off the shows. Let's talk and then hit the intro. Hope you guys like that. Um didn't expect you to see you, man. How are you doing today? Is it hot out there?
2: <laughs> it's brutal, man. <laughs> the humidity is crazy. I think uh, I got into the truck earlier, like around three, and there was like hundred and I think hundred and ten. It was marking. Oh jeez! Yeah, so like it's not just the humidity itself, but like the heat. It's, it's the heat, heat index is it's off the freaking charts. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah,
0: like, yeah dude, that's that sounds dangerous, my man. You gotta be careful out there. You gotta be careful. Uh-huh. Safety first. When I went to the store earlier, and my daughter was looking through her backpack or something, and she dropped her crayons. And most was the time I'm like, yeah, it's okay. But this time I'm like, no, I learned. I learned from last summer. Pick up all those crayons, because man, Whoa. they stuck to the carpet when they melted. So so bad, so but, no, get those crayons up because yeah. No I've been there, man. I've been there. Sucks. Oh yeah. What
2: are you drinking tonight or no? Uh, dude. I sweat so much today from work that I'm just drinking all I'm drinking is just water and like Gatorade. That's all I'm drinking. Nice,
1: nice. Dang, dude.
2: Because like, whew, like you know when you're like out in the in the heat for so long you get that like heat exhaustion?
1: Oh yeah. Right, right,
2: right. So like I think that's what I was getting earlier, and I had like a headache, and I was feeling kind
0: of nauseous and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I I got heat exhaustion one time. Let me tell you the story, right? So I was I was with my brother, and, my, and we we're he's in a electrician contractor, and I was helping him. So of course he always called me when needs he, when he needs either somebody to carry very heavy stuff, or you know hold the ladders, or or dig ditches. So he called me this time. We're digging ditches in the middle of summer, right? Because we're running uh, yard lights. Mm-hmm. So, it was only, like, 15 feet, man, but we were up in Canyon Lake, so it's all rock. So, I'm with a pickaxe there for, like, an hour, hour and a half, maybe, in the sun. Dang, and I think I had it only go, like, maybe eight inches down, because there was, for sure, no, line, no other lines were going to cross there. So, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging, and we get the, the I get the, no, it's probably, like, 20 feet, 20 feet long, and, uh. We're, this lady had an RV and she had a roof and she wanted power over there, so we were running plugs to her RV. Yeah. I mean, I ran it. We we, we ran the wiring, the re- new piping, and everything. And I went to go install the plug. And I'm pretty quick at installing plugs, man. And like, 15 minutes later, he's like, "Hey, where are you at?" I was like, I'm installing the plug. It's like it's been like almost 20 minutes. And I go over there, and I had only stripped the tips of the damn thing. I was just looking at the freaking sky, man. And, and I was like, I don't feel good. I started like like hiccuping, like I wanted to throw up. And and I drank some water and sat in the shade. And he's like, "Sit in the truck, turn on the AC, and drink a Gatorade." They always had Gatorades in there. But I got the worst headache for a while, man. Yeah, it just sucks, man. I, I, you can tell
2: right away when, when I'm going to get like like that heat exhaustion. I start yeah. getting kind of like like lightheaded and then like, my stomach starts kind of feeling kind of weird. Like I feel like nauseous. Yeah. So I, go, I go and chill, you know what I mean, for a while, at least in front of the fan for a while. Yeah, I man. mean, does it help that you're on like forklifts and stuff, you know what I mean? Like so like the, the heat from the forklift just adds to that.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I've driven forklifts before. And yeah, the heat and then um, just jumping on and off and strapping stuff down and getting into the trailers. I remember I used to have to load. No, the semis and there was no acs in those semi boxers containers man you would just go in there and get in that as quickly as you could man it was so damn hot in those boxes yeah
1: well one time me me hyman and jonathan my friend who can't go into libraries we went out to <laughs> um, uh, a warp tour and it was a freaking hot dude out there in san antonio in the, in the middle of the heat and when they do the warp tour they have it on uh these random stages right and it's outside on the asphalt and everything, and so we wanted to see. I think it was, um, in one of them, it was Deadpool, which played early, and then a bunch of the other bands that we like played late, so we went early on. Right? Uh huh, Drowning Pool, yeah. I think you, you said Deadpool. I was like, What the, yeah, man, I may have said Deadpool,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah, it was that, yeah, we saw them, right? It was pretty bad,
1: yeah. But the thing is, it's like in June, it was like June, July, right. In Texas, on the asphalt, and you had all these like kids dressed up in black and like, um, so they, like like rock guys or whatever, right? So they're kind of pale. So you know that they're not usually outside, you know, because <laughs> earlier it was like the emo kids. I'll just be real, it was the emo kids. So, you know, they were kind of pale, and and uh, you know, you know that they weren't outside. And some of them were getting like super red, like because it was freaking hot. And then we saw this one cat wearing uh, like all leather. And I was like, dude, that guy's not going to live today. Yeah. Like, it's just way too hot for that crap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I think I ended up with a uh, with a car on fire at one point. Yeah, that no was really Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's get into today's show. We've kind of wasted funny. about eight and a half minutes there. <laughs> we have about yeah. <laughs> 670 people or so here in the chat.
0: Yeah. I appreciate all you guys. Let me, let me taste this real quick before we start. That's what I'm just, yeah, you got to you got to wet the tip a little bit. Right. Wet yeah, the, oh, I was, wow!
2: I saw I saw that comment where they were saying that there was hail in in, in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah, yeah. I, I was just in Dallas um this past weekend. Um, oh wow! Luckily, it didn't, it didn't rain or hail, but yeah, I did see like videos like farther up north that they were getting a lot of hail. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, it was crazy. So this one's forty crew, with hazelnut rum. I poured most of it in my drink, some I'm, going I'm my drink with tea, but I'm taking a shot. Oh. Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump off real quick.
2: I'm gonna collect my earphones and stuff because I can't really, can't really hear
1: y'all. Oh All right, no big deal, my man, no big deal. So no, while well, he's like, doing that, taking the like Nutella. Oh, nice. I mean, we gotta try that. So uh, while Ohaim is doing that, we're gonna be, uh, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be doing two things. We're gonna be talking about. Um, this article, I know a lot of the creators already come out here and talked about it. We want to give our opinions on it and our two cents, um, and, and what our thoughts and you know, theories, so to speak, are on when it comes to this this article. Um, I took some screenshots and and what, mute yourself, my man. That yeah, hurt my bumped, ears. I,
0: I bumped it trying to move my, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you bumped my eardrum too, dude.
0: <laughs> well. Anywho, so we're going to be talking about
1: the uh, Inside the Hunt for the Idaho Killer. Uh, This is an article that came out in the New York Times. Kind of gives us a little bit more story and a little bit more information when it comes to uh, the quadruple homicide that occurred on November 13, 2022 in the uh, early morning hours. So a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Well, the first thing that we're going to be talking about is that uh, after a week of the incident, according to this article, Investigators were on the lookout for a certain type of vehicle. Nissan Sentra's from the year models of 2019 to 2023. Right? And they looked at, what What does that tell you guys, um, first and foremost, when you read that statement, that initially law enforcement, for the first week at least, was looking for Nissan Sentra's? We'll go with you, Big Blue. What are your opinions on that first part of that article? Well,
0: those <clears throat> those cars look alike. They're pretty similar in size. Uh-huh. Until they they do some investigation, more cameras, views came in. They probably got a better view of what type of model it was or make, make it was.
1: Right, 100%. What about you, Jaime? What are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, can you hear me pretty good? Yes, sir, you okay. sound perfect.
2: Okay, Um. Um. what, what makes me think is that um, whatever footage they had or pictures or camera footage they had wasn't as great as they thought it was. That's what they, were, they couldn't make out if it was a central a nissan Sentra or a hyundai elantra
1: 100 percent. i think it's going to be a combination of what you both guys said mm-hmm. um i think that initially after uh the first week or so they probably only had a little bit of information now we know that they have 51 terabytes worth of information and worth of evidence and stuff like that i, I reckon that majority of that is going to be cctv surveillance um, whether it be from stop stoplight cameras intersection cameras, uh, house ring cameras, things of that nature that were rolling throughout the entire night. And so what this tells me is that initially, and the sur- and the video that's surrounding the incident probably isn't that great of quality, because we can assume that the first pieces of evidence that they're going to gather is going to be the evidence that is uh, surrounding the time of the incident. So they probably went through the neighbor's ring footage and look for a vehicle to have passed by. I'm I'm fairly positive early on that they probably found the white vehicle passing by between 3.30 in the morning and 4.30 or so. Mm -hmm. And so my assumption is that that uh, video that was found early, probably wasn't the best in quality. Now let's kind of look up a couple of these vehicles real quick. Uh, Let me do that real fast. So this is going to be a Nissan Sentra. Now, one thing that I also am thinking of is they never got the license plate, right? So uh, we know that they were looking at the unique identifier was the no front license plate. So my assumption is because they didn't see the license plate that they didn't get a real clear view of the back. Also, the back of a Nissan Sentra looks significantly different than the back. Of an Elantra. Now, if you look at the front end, you got a a big dark piece in the center. The grill? Fog lights. Yeah, the grill. The fog lights off to the side and some elongated headlights that traverse over the wheel well. Mm-hmm. All right. And so if we were to go back and let's look at a couple of, uh, let me find a good one. So you have the long ta- light, headlight over the wheel, the fog light. Yeah. And this is, like I said, this is one of the images that we think that they had seen early on. Yeah. And one thing that we had noticed that we could tell is uh, you had the long light that went over where this start of the wheel well is. You can kind of see the back. You saw this straight edge marking here. Yeah. And so uh, there's not much to go there with right yeah and so
2: and, and that that picture was not released by them right it was released it was just leaked out
1: right that was leaked out by one of the persons that worked at the gas station she took a picture of it you
0: can see the glare on the screen of yeah. the the iphone that they used yeah you can tell a, she used an iphone and then she bites her nails too
1: now do you see this corner here this sharp edge there this angle that's going up right here and so that i think is another indicator you have the 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 taillights and then look at the headlights how wide it goes along that might also kind of make me believe that they might only have a side shot of this vehicle Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying because i don't i think a front angle of this vehicle especially within the first week right just within the first week a front angle of this vehicle looks significantly different
2: no yeah for sure yeah yeah if, if if they had a a shot from the front or even the rear you can tell mm-hmm. right away when they're not the same car i mean i can i can let it go if um they mistake an Elantra for like a so sonata right they're somewhat similar right but like an, a a Sentra and a Hyundai Elantra is a whole different you know
1: a whole different story right 100 no you're absolutely right but i think that like I said, when we look at this, you you have that angled backside right here. You have the t- the headlights that kind of go over. They're over-exaggerated. Tail lights, they kind of reach over here. Well, and this is the back of the central, so it looks way different. You see the headlights going over the wheels. This one kind of going over the wheels as well. I think that is the the shot that they have early on. Now, I assume that they probably got significantly more uh, videos and and, and pictures of this vehicle as time went on. Um, But I don't think that we should look too much into this. Like we said, there was 51 terabytes worth of information out there. It took some time for law enforcement to go through that as well. Uh, I doubt within a week that they went through everything. Uh, any any thoughts on 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 this aspect of it guys
0: I think it was still too early on for them to get a good idea to look at it so they were just looking at that type of style car right and I mean you compare your cars there's three that would fit that kind of category that I would say you know um sometimes uh Oh, no, I just lost it. The Corolla, the Corolla has a little bit of a look like that, too. Right. It's in my older Corolla. So. Right. Yeah, 100%. And
1: so um, this uh, New York Times article continues on saying that uh, later on, by the 25th at least. So within the first week, uh, well, between November 13th and November 25th, they were, that's when they were on the uh, possible. Central, but by the 25th, um, which is what? 12, 14 days later, 13 days later, two weeks later, uh, they were on to at least a wider launcher from 2011 to 2013. So let's continue. They were also looking at another vehicle at this time. They were looking record show investigators in Moscow were looking closely at another vehicle. Miss Gonzalez's car. She had purchased a 2015 Range Rover in the days before her passing. Detectives gathered information and the registration history and legal owners clearly interested in the history of who owned the car. Once again, the information provided few answers. So now I know because I used to to own a Range Rover that you have an app, right? And this app will tell you where your vehicle was at this app will tell you all those things it'll let you and allow you to turn on and turn off your vehicle from anywhere you can you can be anywhere in the country and you can do it as long as you have this app and when i sold my range rover uh, my wife was um she was very attached to it (laughs) she actually had kept the app for like three or four months and so she saw where that car went and she had the ability to turn it on or off if she wanted to, and she never did. I don't think she did. Maybe that's why they finally caught on to her, I think, because sure about they that? ended up, what one day they ended up restricting her ability to the to <laughs> like, <it's> just <laughs> out of the blue. So I think she may have accidentally like locked it or something or turned it on. And uh, I'm wondering, I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with all models of Range Rover or any of those things. Uh, the one that me and my wife had wasn't this, this version of it. Uh, so I'm not familiar. You know, with that capability, uh, but if it is end up being the case, I wonder. You know, what were they thinking at this point? Just kind of, you know, making sure everything across the board, making no, you know, no leaving no stone un- unchecked, so to speak, by checking the the history of the owners that owned the vehicle previously.
2: Yeah, I think that was the case. Uh, also, to see if they even had the ability to track that car. You know what I mean?
1: All right. Right. But here's the thing, and, and thank you, Angel D for your $2 super chat. Shout out for the awesome mods in this channel. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate them Mars. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Ken. So when I was talking to Christie, going to solve this. I had, um, you know, like I said, we had a couple hour conversation. A lot of that conversation had nothing to do with the case, yeah. you know, just kind of getting to know each other. Uh, you know, there was some things that were like um, like personal experiences that were similar, things of that nature. But one thing that we were discussing at a certain point, and I was asking about the confidence that she had in the police department and things like that. And and it came about when uh, when we were referencing the law, the potential lawsuit that they may have or get prepared to have later on, possibly. Right. And it was it had to do with collection of evidence. Now, apparently, and this according to Christie, uh, she told me that Kaylee and her dad sold her previous car, Subaru something and um that her and her dad went and sold this car and delivered this car to somebody else right Mm -hmm. and that this happened just probably weeks or days i i don't remember off the top of my head prior to the incident but it was fairly recent and she stated that police like that guy was calling the police and informing them like hey this person just passed i just bought her car i don't know if there's any evidence in here or anything that you need to take or whatnot but he himself had to call the police multiple times to have the police look at the vehicle to check the vehicle if there was any information Mm. anything left behind in that car that possibly could lead to a suspect and so i find it odd that they were going to that extent on the previous owners of the current vehicle but they wouldn't go out there and look at the vehicle that she just recently sold
2: yeah, no, especially because weren't there a lot of reports that there were a lot of break ins.
1: Yeah, there was some reports of break-ins that were in the area. In fact, that's why the person that was living in very close to them got a green camera because mm-hmm. earlier that year somebody broke into her car and threw her panties down the street.
2: Yeah, so like you would think that we'll at least check out that car that she sold, you know what I mean?
1: Right, exactly. It took them a long time, to, and it was like fighting tooth and nail, apparently, to get some get them to do some some stuff. Now, mm-hmm. remember, there's 51 terabytes worth of evidence out there, so they may have been, you know, having their hands preoccupied and things of that nature. Um, you know, I, I understand that, you know, especially like uh, victims, and you know, they want answers now and they want things to move at a at a certain speed. But sometimes the case needs to be built, and and. And they got to build their way to get there. Jordan comes in with a one ninety nine super chat. Makes me so sad. She just got the car she wanted. Yeah. One hundred percent. This entire situation is just one hundred percent sad. And so um, I got to say, I don't understand why uh, the importance of the previous owner of the Range Rover, unless it was somebody who was trying to, you know, you know, they thought that maybe the previous owner. I don't know. Maybe they had a history of some sort. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what, what else? Why would you think?
2: I think think that's what it is, man. Like, you know how you said you can track. I think, I don't know what year was that. What was the year of the Range Rover?
1: The year of the Range Rover was 2015.
2: So I don't know if they, I mean, I'm pretty sure they had that on the app where you can track it down and everything, right? Right. At that time. So I think that's what it is. I think that just the fact that they might have, um, still have permission or or, you know and see where the car has been or is at right i think that's why they were looking into the past owners
1: that's true that's possible it it could also be a situation like you mentioned where so out here in san antonio there's a situation where like fords are getting stolen like the f-150s and things of that nature and they're getting and downloading information and following people home and you know is it possible that somebody saw this car got the information and maybe that was the you know the the avenue that they were thinking early on that this was some sort of like attempted carjacking or or something of that nature or they thought maybe because of the of the vehicle that they had like it was a uh, range rover that maybe there's money in the house or something
0: so what my theory is that they bought this car and sometimes even though they they bought it, I'm not sure they bought it at a dealer or from the person if they got a detail. But sometimes there might be hairs left behind, you know what I mean? There might be some some stuff left behind the car. So that can come off in your clothes when you get off for a while. Maybe they had a pet and their cat hair, dog hair that they did take in the car with them got on some of the clothes and they had to like track that down also. That's one theory that I had.
1: That's possible. That's possible. Now Back to like, you know, in this next piece of this article, and it's not all of the article, y'all. Um, we just took out pieces that um, that we wanted to reference that we thought that was pretty uh, interesting. Uh, this part says here that they had sought cell phone data of all phones that ping cell towers within half a mile of the victim's house between three and five a.m. The reason why I think this is important is because uh, I, I theorize that the, the the department here wasn't really on to Koberger, my theory was that they probably went and looked at this uh, right here, this phones and cell pings that, you know, within a half a mile of the victim's house between three and five and didn't see Koberger's phone. And so they kind of just put him to the side, you know, when he did turn on his phone, although it was before 5 a.m., he was out of that half mile radius. By that point,
0: you know, he was like 10 miles down the road or so. And so what's that? I said, somebody put on there they bought it at a dealership yeah because I, I bought and used cars at dealership and i still find stuff from previous owners in my cars they don't do the best jobs you know that in, know. In,
1: in 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 the dealership could have gotten it at an auction maybe yeah. perhaps they thought that um maybe there was a history there if it was bought at an auction maybe it was used as something auction By, repo uh repo. trading it could have easily and I don't want to start any rumors yeah 100 I mean, percent speculation 100 <laughs> percent. but if it was like for instance a uh let's just say it was util- used in a uh transportation of drugs right and somebody got arrested and they impounded the vehicle they auctioned it off auto dealership bought it maybe perhaps um somebody previously Maybe thought, or maybe it doesn't have to be joke, it could be money, could be guns, could be whatever, right? Some kind of illegal illegal contraband. Some fake easies Yeah, some fake easies. They were in the <laughs> tires or something. Uh so who knows? Uh Mike ES comes in with five fifty super chat. My theory is that they had no idea what WTF to do. Uh they left all those parked for weeks with snow on them and every pass person walking past them with no concern. Yeah, I mean it's true. It's true. Daniel is speculating. Let's uh, (laughs) let's make sure everybody understands that that's speculation. So um,
0: we got to put that as part of our intro now. Right? Speculation throughout broadcasting. So
1: (laughs) all right, let's see. So here's another interesting piece. Uh, It says here the next day after getting back on. uh, Ms. Gonsalves' account on the Tinder dating app. Detectives asked for details on 19 specific account holders, including their locations, credit card information, any private images, pictures, or videos associated with the accounts. And so they asked for warrants on these individuals. Um, This is, in my opinion, this was on December 5th. So this is after they knew who Koberger, wait, hold on. on. Yeah, December 6th, because December 5th, is when detectives made a request for surveillance video. The next day, so December 6th, they went back to González's. After getting back the data, that's when they started looking into her Tinder accounts and her private images and pictures and videos associated with those accounts. Mm -hmm. So, do you think Koberger was one of the persons in there?
2: I don't know. Maybe. But, like, even, you know, that account doesn't tell you if it was... um, like it just exists it doesn't you can't delete it can you oh i mean you can't delete it but you got through got to go through all these steps right for the tinder dating app to do what to delete that tinder uh your like tinder profile not yours but like oh uh, tinder
1: profile i don't i don't have one but <laughs> no but I'm, I'm guessing you have to go through steps right so then i would assume how you, how you
0: did your grinder account then <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> i would assume. I would assume so, but I also think once you create one, even if you delete it, it will still be there, no? I don't know, but that's what I'm saying is like even just
2: be just just because she had one doesn't mean she was active on it, you know what I mean? Right, one hundred percent. So like yeah. we, even if like people like reached out to her doesn't mean that like, she actually saw whatever whoever wanted to reach out to her because she probably you never know she maybe she wasn't
1: even active on it. Well, here, here's the thing though she was with jack for a very long time i think they got together when they were like 15 i don't think she was on tinder at 15 i think i think that they recently had broken up and so if she was on dating apps i think it was a recent occurrence it wasn't something that was happening an extended period of time cuz i think that their breakup wasn't that long ago does that make sense so i think that the whole creation of the account must be re- must be recent yeah i mean like i said even if she made it doesn't mean that she
0: no, she was still using it, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: That is true. That is true. She could have put it on a pause when she was not dating and been made for years and then reactivated it afterwards. Yeah, could have. You can do that with those apps. Take, take a it, break. It's possible.
1: It, it, it's possible, but I, I do think she possibly was also, you know, using it. Um, she did go on a date with a guy who disrespected her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I talked to, to Christy, she was unaware if uh, Kaylee was on or was not on any dating apps. That was, she wasn't privileged to that uh, that information. So uh, the next thing that was in here says, a request to Amazon sought the order histories of account holders who had purchased such knives and follow-up requests to eBay focused on a series of specific users seeking their purchase histories, some connections to the area, including one in Idaho, two in Washington state, while others were far away, including Japan, It's nothing really there. Um, I think this also goes into into the uh, DNA that they used. Apparently, they uh, what it sounds like is that they were able to get the DNA and test it and do a genealogical test, right? And it ended up testing back to some sort of distant cousin or distant relative. I'm sorry of Brian Koberger, and they had his name by December 19th. That tells me a couple of things, right? Like, one, I guess we were correct that. Well, here's the thing. So December 19th, uh, according to to the Bloom article right on airmail, Chief Fry and them were excited about the vehicle that crashed in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Now, unless they assumed and they had no eyes on Coburger whatsoever at that point, right? Because that was December nineteenth. December nineteenth, he was already in the Pocono Mountains. So unless they had no idea that he was in the Pocono Mountains, and they thought that that white Elantra that was crashed in Eugene, Oregon, was his, I don't think they were on to him still then. Yeah, no, we for just, sure. It, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, it's a little confusing. It's a, it's just a little confusing. Um, but it talks about the Authram uh, company, the private company, Authram in Texas, which is the lab that found the DNA and was able to pull it up. So right here, it says by December, by the morning of December 19th, record shows investigators had a name, Brian Koberger. He had a white Elantra. He was a student at the university eight miles from the scene. Now this makes a little bit of sense too, because if you remember the, The the search warrant for his cell phone pings comes in December 23rd Mm -hmm. and the information that they utilized for that that information or for that warrant was information that they could have gotten way earlier. And so this makes sense as far as the timeline goes, as far as when they started to turn on to this direction. Yeah. Any questions from you guys? Does everything make sense so far?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, but I was gonna say, like, uh, on the what's it called, genealogy? Is that what it is? Yeah. They had to like rebuild the whole the family, like tree, Mm -hmm. right? Pretty much. Right. To, to like track down, from family to family.
0: Yeah. They said it was it wasn't a big tree, but it was it was um, that's why it was easier to find.
1: Mm -hmm. And. You know, and there's there's some terminology that's in some of this stuff that says that, you know, they don't want to use, you know, in case the DNA gets thrown out or isn't usable. They didn't want the probable cause to be solely based on the DNA that way that this case doesn't get thrown out. Right. There was something to that effect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What this tells me is all right, they had a name by December 19th. Right. But they couldn't really I don't know if they were confident in the method in which they got his name. And so. They, they had to go in there and figure out a new way of getting the warrant for his cell phone pings because the cell phone ping warrant talks about is, um, his schooling at the cells and the things that he would have learned and, and his tech based, uh, information that he had, mm-hmm. um, that would, that could, you know, lead him to turn off his phone and do all those other necessary things to, to keep a uh, digital footprint off the, uh, off the investigation and so none of that says that they found genealogy dna that matched to a cousin of his or whatever right yeah and so i think that they did that in the in the sense because i felt i think they felt that they weren't going to be able to utilize that information now once they had his name and they had that warrant then they could articulate and they had the cell phone things they can articulate going and picking up his dna Right, so they go pick up his DNA or pick up the trash to try to find his DNA. They end up getting a match to the you know the dad being ninety nine point nine percent, you know the suspect's father. And so, what they don't need to utilize is the genealogy stuff that they used in the beginning, and they articulated their investigation so that they don't have to use. It. Does that all make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what
2: I said from the beginning. Like. I was, I was um, really um concerned about how they got even the search warrant, uh, the arrest warrant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Using the um, only, just because of his uh, background, his what he drives and the snowflake pink. So at that point, I didn't think it was enough. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's not. So <clears throat> that once they threw everything in there, it it, it made you know it made it stronger that way. They can go ahead and go through it.
1: Right. It makes more sense. But I think that they're trying to cover their ass because if they go oh, yeah. into it, if they go into this probable cause affidavit and they say, all right, you know what? We have his DNA and we have this genealogical match. Let's get his cell phone pings. All right. The cell phone pings puts him at the house 12 times or whatever. Right? The let's side, get. Yeah. yeah, let's get his real DNA. His DNA ends up matching up. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you know what? You can't use that evidence. It's not solid enough. They throw that evidence out. So food of the poisonous tree, you can't utilize any of the other evidence that you found based off of that. So they were able to get a name, but somehow had to articulate their investigation in a manner in a manner so that they can show that they got his information, that they got his name in other means. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think they did it in the right manner. I think that's why they didn't go and pick up his trash right away. You know, a lot of people will say, hey, why didn't they pick up his trash? Why didn't they go over there? of his trash when he was dumping it at the neighbor's house Well, at that point all they really had on him was just the uh they had the results of the cell phone things and they probably didn't have you know that he where he was on those 12 days That, that stuff takes time to go through you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and so they had to articulate that that way it didn't come back that they utilized the genealogy or genealogical whatever dna i hope that all makes sense
2: yeah, because you, you, you need a warrant for every little single thing, right? Like when it right. comes down to like vehicle, um, the, the cell phone, all that stuff, you need warrants
1: for it, right? Right, 100%. And it,
2: takes,
1: and it takes some time, I guess, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, it takes some time. It also takes some investigating to build okay. up the evidence to get that warrant. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know, even if you have the evidence there in your hands, right, like you have, you know, two weeks worth of, Surveillance on one night, right? Because you have multiple TVs or multiple angles, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it takes time to go through all
0: that and then articulate a uh, a, a an arrest. I mean, a probable cause warrant. That's because you, you also got to convince a judge to sign that warrant, so that they had to have enough evidence to sign
1: it. Loaded, loaded. Hot says so the sheath evidence won't be thrown out. No, I don't think the sheath evidence will be thrown out. I think what they're concerned about is the is the manner in which they came up with the name brian Koberger? It, it wasn't that they tested his dna against anything they you probably utilized ancestry or 23andme or something like that and were able to come up with a name based off of that convinced that they thought they were going to be able to get the evidence after the arrest or overplay their hand and came up empty and now they're f mikey s comes in with a 550 super chat thank you so much and, and and so far, that's possible. I mean, here's the thing: we really don't know what the result was of, like, especially if they found any DNA in the car. Yeah, that's a big that's a big question mark right there. That's the biggest question yeah. mark in my opinion. Uh, Jane comes in. Do you guys think that they'll allow cameras in the courtroom? Uh, I hope so.
0: I think so, though. They they, think... they had them already. Yeah, but I think they they were only contracted. To, they... Two news stations, like what TV a, and somebody else, just to stream, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, like yeah, a 100%. certain,
2: uh, yeah, only a certain amount of like news stations are gonna stream it. One hundred percent. Because it's gonna be a circus out there, man. When that happens, when it starts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we, I mean,
0: we, we might to be out, be out, out there. there. Yeah, so we hope to be out there.
1: October is gonna be coldest. <laughs> for my birthday. So we're going to be doing a uh, quick pause just to, um, you know, the, for our audio side only, we have to do a halfway point break. This is that break. YouTube side, stay put. We're not going anywhere. And welcome back to the, uh, the show. Welcome back to the channel. Uh, the first half of the show, we talked about, um, you know, the New York Times article the second part we want to talk about, there's a big theory out there about this being somewhat drug-related. We want to talk about those theories and if there's any actual evidence that kind of goes along with that. Iron Range rude, $10 uh, comes in. Dan, since you were a former officer, do you think that all this YouTube and News Nation speculation will hurt the case since there's a gag order? No, not really, to be honest with you,
2: 100%. I think them having the gag order is the one that's, you make it all the speculation happen.
1: That is very true. I think that, and, and that's kind of one of the things that Christy, you know, Christy Gonzalez uh, kind of alluded to when we're talking to them. Mm-hmm. It's not that they want to talk or want to do this, it's just that they want to be able to, you know, when theories come out, like for instance, the one that we're fixing to talk about the drug stuff, uh, when that stuff comes out, they want to be able to, you know, have law enforcement be able to come out and say, no, that's not accurate, that's not true, and squash those type of things. Because of this gag order, they don't have the ability to do so. And so people start running rampant with a bunch of rumors and speculation. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, first and foremost, I think that, um, you know, before we get started, we need to say a couple of things. One, you know, if we have a person on our channel or our show is whether they're on the panel, whether they're a phone call, whether they're a, a victim, whether they're one of the victim's families, whether they're a friend of the suspect at one point in their life, their opinions, their thoughts, and everything else that goes along with what they say is theirs and no reflection of our own. And so, you know, when we talk about certain aspects about tonight, I I wanna ensure that everybody understands we're nobody's mouthpiece, we're nobody's spokesperson, Mm -hmm. we're nobody's attorney, we're not speaking for anyone. And, and, And that goes like for a lot of individuals, that goes for, Dave, Kim, um, Bree, who is Koberger's friend, Christy Gonsalves, who's, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the victims, family members. And so we have our own opinions and our own thoughts, and we'll express those. And, and we'll talk about our opinions and our speculation when we talk throughout our show. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah.
1: And so let's talk about the drug stuff. Have you guys seen any actual evidence that comes from police, court documents, things of that nature that would point in the direction that the this crime was slightly or possibly drug-related? We'll start off with you, Jaime. Negative, man,
2: negative. But, like, you know, just it goes hand-in-hand, hand, kind of. You know, you, you think of college, you think of alcohol and drugs, right? But doesn't that just because you think of it doesn't mean that it's... Related, you know what I mean? Right, one hundred percent. But no, I, I haven't seen anything that anything at all that that suggests this was drug related. Yeah.
1: Now, do you think that the police looked into that as a possible explanation?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they went through different avenues. You know what I mean, trying to see where what the mo- the motive was was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even including 100%. the 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 victims' um, past. You know. Right. And, and, and the survivors,
1: too. <laughs> I like that <laughs> comment. So, Big Blue, yeah. what about you? Have you seen anything that leads you to believe that this is possibly
0: drug-related? No, because they would have put it as evidence. They would have put it somewhere in the court documents. This many grams of this was found on the premises. And they didn't. Uh,
1: maybe. I mean, I don't know about in this aspect, if they would have found something there, if they would have put it on there. But... I mean, that would probably be in the arrest report, which we're not privileged to. You know, the arrest report and the probable cause affidavit are two things. Now, the only thing that I could ever, you know, the only thing that I can see that could possibly point in that direction and it could point into multiple places is that they were looking at the financial records of the victims. You know, they were wanting to see what they were buying. They were wanting to see what they were spending their money at. They looked at a couple of ATMs and things of that nature. I'm assuming that if you're purchasing things in cash and now in today's, you know, um day and age, it's probably you know, you're buying something from somebody, you know, online, whether it's an item, Facebook Messenger, things of that nature. You yeah. It could be a lot of things. You could owe money to people, but I think they're looking for patterns and things of that nature, like, hey, every Friday this person takes out a hundred dollars. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? $120 every Friday night and Saturday night or whatever the case may be. And it doesn't mean anything. It could be that yeah. you know, they go and buy I mean, alcohol, yeah. drinks,
0: but... I've never been out drinking. with me. I'd like like
1: $100. Right, exactly. So $100. it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the case. So to me, yeah. inside of them looking at their financial records, and even that doesn't really point at anything, I really don't see anything. Now, what, what has everybody looking in that direction? Well, is there possible narcotic use in that house i would say more than likely right i'm not saying that it was like a drug hub or any of those things but it's a party town there was 150 people at that house the night before for a party yeah you know we've talked to a certain amount of people that have said that it's not uncommon for those type of things not just to happen there but in other places that are out there Mm -hmm. i know those people were addicts i know i hear a bunch of like, for instance, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, like, oh, these people didn't look like, you know, they were strung out or, you know, they were, you know, they're like, oh, I know a guy who's itching all the time or tweaking. Well, those are addicts. You know, these are these are college kids doing party stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and well, I'm not necessarily saying that they were. I'm just saying that I wouldn't be surprised if it if it happened. Yeah, you I mean, it's college.
2: You're going to be, I mean, there's a lot of college kids out there that are, and, you know, are experimenting with alcohol and
1: drugs, you know? 100 percent. 100 percent. Now, I think that there was a few people that have come forward and have stated that one at this place was a drug house. And I think that that's why a lot of people are looking in that direction. Now, one of those persons was a person that we brought on our show uh, name goes by the name of WSU Kim. Now, when we spoke to her, when we put her, you know, the things that are out there and we vetted her, we vetted who she was. There are two things that, that need to be said when that happens. You can you can only vet that the person is who they say that they are and that they're privileged to the information that they say that they have. And that's about it. I mean, we even went as far as gotten phone records to indicate that she did, in fact, call the police and call the FBI. Yeah. The rest of that information without actually having the evidence there is impossible to vet. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Now, the one thing that we harped on when it came to her story was the fact that she she stated that her daughter was aware by about ten thirty in the morning. Now, we emphasized that you have to take her story with a grain of salt because this was second you know secondhand information, things of that nature, and um, it was a long trail of people that you know she was that that information went through before it got to her right now we really didn't talk about all the other stuff that she said you know the severity of the injuries uh she talked about it being a drug house we 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 touched on it a little bit but we always said people were doing you know things in that neighborhood Uh, we never really tied it in she talked about a, a bunch of other things now we never went down those avenues because those things were all 100% speculation and rumors. In fact, we even said that multiple occasions on this channel. We're like, this isn't first party information. The information that she's getting isn't coming from Dylan. It's not coming from Bethany. This is coming from her daughter who has a sorority uh, sister who has a boyfriend Mm -hmm. who attends the university of Idaho and who knows people. Now, So all of the stuff that they're saying is absolutely 100 percent rumor that's just going around town. There's no fact behind it, which is why we never emphasized on it. You know, even even the stuff that she said that her daughter told her, you have to take into consideration where that information is coming from. It's not coming from a source of any kind. Right. Dave, on the other hand, like he said that, you know, he was aware that they partied. He also told us that he did not think that this was a result of, of narcotics. Am I correct? And so Dave also is going off of his memory and recollection, which I can tell you guys that memory and witness accounts are probably very, uh, well, I can tell you for a fact that they're unreliable. You know, there's a situation in the Delphi case, where you had three juveniles um, that saw Richard Allen who were walking out of the trail as Richard Allen was walking into the trail. One of those juveniles described him as wearing a black jacket and another juvenile described him wearing a blue jacket. Now this has been the the center of controversy because some folks are saying, oh, they saw two different guys. But if you read the story and you read uh, the probable cause affidavit, you can tell that they're both talking about the same incident from two different perspectives. Now, they weren't anticipating an, uh, uh, into walking or coming across, you know, somebody that was going to, you know, commit a, a double homicide. They were just walking out of the park, somebody walking in. They saw that person, didn't pay much attention to him. One person said hello. That guy didn't bother to, you know, respond. And you have two different stories of the same account. And so when it came to Dave, we emphasized that this is information that is coming months after. You know, the accuracy could be an issue, but we we don't know. He has a measuring tape for as far as when he recalled. And that is that he utilizes his work day that day. He says he had to go to work. So he knows that it was at least before that time. So I don't know. We have never once said that his information was 100 percent accurate. Um, We just said that he is a University of Idaho student that does attend a fraternity in the area. As far as we can bet those things, you know what I'm saying? But to me, when you listen to their stories, I don't I'm not seeing anything that is factual as far as the drug part goes on Kim's side. Mm -hmm. On Dave's side, he doesn't talk about that place being like uh, it it was a party house. That was the words that he had used. It wasn't a drug hub. When you hear these stories that, oh, man, there was a drug hit and drugs, this, drugs, that, where's that information coming from? Is it coming from a student from the area or is it coming from somebody who sounds like they're 45 on the phone? And, you know, because that's what I heard when I heard that story. I was like, man, this sounds like an older guy. Like, how does he know all these things? Is this just rumors and things that are going around town? And, you know. When it comes to the drug thing, I think that this is where that rumor comes from. Dave and Christy Goncalves both said that there was a part of the day where they at least heard the rumor that the uh, the victims had passed away due to OD. Yeah. You have people that are um, friends with them that understand that they may or may not use narcotics. Right. And then you have the passing and manner in the, in the manner in which they passed from, which was by a stabbing. Is it possible that some of those lines got blurred? Drug, stabbing, OD, stabbing, drug, boom, boom. Next thing you know, people are automatically assuming this is some kind of drug-related incident. Because I think that's where it comes from. I think that people thought it was an OD. They emphasized the drug aspect into this. Mm-hmm. And they find out the real realness behind it. And I think that's how some of these rumors started spreading.
0: And then one of the things that I did read on there that I wanted to touch on was, you know, one of the reasons why the rumors kind of also started is because uh, one of the girls' moms, you know, got busted for for selling, right? Yeah, that was one of the things, too, as well. That's one of the things why everybody, you know, because everybody says, like, mother like daughter, but not always. But you never know, man. Uh, we won't know until the court case comes up, and we'll find out what happened. For
1: sure. Iron Range Root comes in with a ten dollar super chat. Please don't take my last super chat questions dig on you guys because my intent at all. I just wanted to be clear. No, we don't we don't take any digs. Like we don't take things personal. Mm -mm. Like like we understand people are gonna talk about us. It is what it is. Even mainstream media. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we 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 talked about that situation where like what can you do now? And at the end of the day, people are gonna see that and show up to our channel and uh, make an opinion about them for themselves what
0: kind of class, yeah. what kind of channel we are. You know what
1: I'm saying? What are you about to say, Blue?
0: I was going to say, but guess what? It, it brought them to our channel. Uh, could be in a negative aspect, but thank you for coming, even if you found us on ABC or uh, the Washington Post. Yeah. Um, Listen to our stuff, and you'll find out what we really are about. Yeah, I think um, they'll,
2: they'll have a different opinion once they get to know us or, you know, hear us out and you know, see that the that special was uh, it was painted in a different way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this, that obviously we had no idea of the way that they were going in that direction. Um, We had already been kind of screwed by by Washington Post in that situation. And so we even had brought it up to their attention. Like, we don't want to go through something like that again. You know, they assured us that wasn't going to be the case. And as you guys can probably tell that that wasn't accurate. But, you know, there's a saying. know fullest once shame on you fullest twice shame on us and so we take that one on the chin Uh, it is what it is uh we've learned from it and we've moved on Mm -hmm. we we've seen a lot of other people get more offended than we are by it Yeah. sorry you're offended but you know the other day i mean the other thing is we don't consider ourselves just strictly a true crime channel we're well-rounded and true crime is just something that we cover Yeah.
2: yeah
0: And if you like do, it, you like it. We cover these bad boys too, you oh. see. This is a... I'm going to try a new one tonight, guys. Do this it. one's called Mama Tried. Oh, no. Let's see. Mama you No? Know? <laughs> <knew. laughs> let's see how, how much Mama Tried on this beer. <laughs> let's see. Let's and see.
2: It hopefully he doesn't spill it all over himself.
1: Are you chugging that, Blue? <laughs>
0: I'm a little thirsty. Was attack
1: today. <laughs> uh, my Diaz comes in with a two dollars super chat going. I was ranging last It's all good, man. You know, <laughs> there's a saying: if people are talking talking down about you, they're already beneath you. Let them talk. Let them be below you. They can stay where they're at. Yeah, uh, exactly.
2: Um, oh, you no! Know, and, and the supporters we have here in the chat, well, thanks for sticking with us. Wow. Um, we lit. We just hit of the year right. What was it? The ninth.
1: Yeah, the day that they fucking dropped that shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't even we didn't even do anything special for a year, but you know it it is what it is, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. but you know, and, and back to the content because at the end of the day, nobody cares about the shit that we go through like that, right? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that's what also separates us is we we, we try to stay focused on the content, but. When it it comes to Kim, too, I want to emphasize this. Like, I believe, you know, Kim and Dave, I believe what they're saying as far as they were told these things, they understood these things. I don't think that they're purposely lying. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do think that the accuracy in which what they're saying and like we have mentioned it multiple times, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to take it with a grain of salt. But there is one aspect of what she's saying that I think I can kind of debunk. And that is the fact that, and um, well, maybe not so much debunk, but I, I feel like I can kind of give an answer to. It. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about the, 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 in, the extent of the injuries. Uh, and I'm, when I say she, I'm talking about Kim. Kim talked about the extent of the injuries and knowing certain details of those type of things. And, and a lot of people think that maybe perhaps that uh, the people that, or the person that was in the house or there was a lot of people in the house before police showed up. Um With my talks with Christy, I've explained, and not just with her, there's multiple people that I've talked to. Uh It's been her. It's been um, another creator who's familiar with uh, a couple of students that are fraternity members of Sigma Chi and, um, And it's a couple of other sources that I have that are kind of close to this case, in the essence of um, familiar with the uh, university students and some of the things that are going around there. We had a theory early on when it came to why there was an unconscious person. We thought that maybe perhaps the door or the rooms, the bedrooms were the views were obstructed as far as what the extent of the crime was. You know, we had talked about it. We've yet to find it. If anybody has it, please send it to us. But early on in this investigation, there was a news channel that came out and stated that uh, Kaylee and Maddie's room or door was locked behind them. Mm
0: -hmm. I cannot
1: confirm or deny or I honestly don't know if that is true or not. I just remember seeing that on an article uh, or on a news uh, channel. Now, I theorized that there could be the possibility that if he did that on the third floor, you know, the the person that committed this crime, Mm -hmm. if he did that on the third floor, he may have done that on the second floor. You know, we often theorize that maybe perhaps um, somebody was uh, on the floor. Maybe that's why there was blood coming out of the back of the apartment complex or that wall. Uh, Maybe somebody was on the floor and, you know, this is an older house that has had renovation work. Is it possible that there was a, uh, you know, Maybe somebody could look underneath the door and see somebody on the ground and think that you know somebody was just unconscious or, or down and couldn't see the full extent of you know what happened there or well, the injury tree, right and that um, from my understanding that is fairly accurate Now nobody knows 100% for certain mm. uh, what they do know from what information I did gather is the person that called 911, called 911 uh, fairly immediately after discovering the bodies. There wasn't a significant amount of time there and that those persons could not have been discovered until that moment. And so for Kim to come out and say that she was aware or that her daughter was aware of a bunch of different details when it came to the injuries, I find it almost impossible because it, to me, from what I understand Is there was a very few if maybe only one maybe two people who saw the extent of the injuries that occurred Mm -hmm. and from my understanding is they were uh you know questioned fairly early um and i don't know is it possible that they told other people later on you know what i'm saying and rumors spread from that yeah Uh, maybe but to my knowledge and the way everything seems like I've seen this person talking after that incident and the, the kid's heartbroken and I don't think he's talking a lot about this situation and if he is, it's probably to a therapist or a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's anything like, oh yeah, he's telling groups of people what happened. I think he went through a lot of trauma. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me just answer these real quick. Uh let yeah, uh, these go. Leticia asked me if, uh, if I like this beer called Mama Tride. I give it four yeah. out of five. I like IPAs. This one had a little bit of an orange flavor. Mm-hmm. Four out of five. And then I did have a lot of, a few people watch it that that don't watch true crime, and right. they said the same thing as Social Butterfly did. It looks like we didn't do anything wrong. We just have a podcast, and somebody said something, and somebody didn't like what they said. We can't control that. But
1: even even in that podcast, that guy who's Brent Copacas or in the ABC thing, Brent Copacas' friend said that he didn't know who we were, in the longer version.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't
1: watch us. So, um, you know, why they bring us when it comes up to... Like, if you go through our catalog of stuff, and I, and I recommend you guys go to it. You won't see a, a show dedicated to Brent Copaca, to Emma Bailey and Demetrius Robinson, to Cartels, to... To anything that is conspiratorial, what you will see is everything that is fact based. We do have guests on our shows. Um, we've had victims. We've had friends of the suspect. We've had um, victims, family members. We've had and other cases as well. We've had friends of missing and uh, murdered persons on the show. You know, we try to keep it as legit as possible, especially when we're talking about the true crime aspect of it. You know, yeah. we often say like, hey, you know, we're not. You know, we don't do the spirit box or the tarot cards or any of those things. Don't get us wrong. That's like up our alley when we, you know, when we talk about conspiracies, aliens and ghosts. Oh, yeah. and stuff. But when it comes to the true crime aspect, we try to stay as fact based as possible. And when we do bring on people on our panel or on our show um, that is having a dedicated show for them, we try to vet that those people are who they say they are. Now, the information that they're saying or that comes out of that, Mm-hmm. It's all from them. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Kim comes in with a four ninety nine. Much respect and love from Wisconsin. Truly enjoy your guys' content. Honest and respect for the families and Victors keep good work. Thank you so much. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. And enjoy
0: your weather, Kim. My dad said it was eighty-six today up there. I would kill for an eighty-six day. It's, it's all um, 80,
1: yeah, dude. It was pretty hot today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey guess because you and you don't touch that copaca stuff. I know for a fact from your emails after send you a couple of things to look at. I was feeling <laughs> bad. Yeah, like like we've gotten those things before, like not just from you, Mikey, but from yeah. a lot of people that have said, Hey, look at this Copaca angle. And we're just like we can't, you know we, we can't put two and two together, man, to, to make it fit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It just yeah. does
1: not work. It's Not working. Right. I'm like there's like, I understand why some people look in that direction is in the manner in which he passed. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that connects him, in my opinion, to that house. There's no, like, there hasn't been anything to connect him. There hasn't been pictures of him in that area. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he drives. I know some people say that there's an Elantra parked out there. I don't know if it's his. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel that <clears throat> if, if it was him or if the police were, I don't understand why the police would frame somebody else for him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Like I, I don't understand the
0: logic behind it. So the other day I was thinking, and I wanted to talk to y'all about this, because uh, this person says, Jane C says, I'm drinking Fathead's Bumbleberry Blueberry Ale, tastely served with real blueberries. That's how Big Blue came about, because y'all just <laughs> call me a blueberry.
1: That's true they call you blueberry yeah and then it
0: turned to big
2: blue
1: <laughs> that's true that is true that is true i almost forgot that blueberry yeah let's see y'all need that four can shotgun for when y'all hit thirty nine thousand. oh wow man we're getting really close to that already um we got to do a shotgun because we said we would when we hit something and we didn't i know i know haim has been afraid to get all that beer in his in his beard <coughs> uh, Beer and the beard. But
0: I'll do a shotgun and I'll record it and I'll send it because the problem is I got it all over my computer last time. We're yeah. going to CGI it so that
1: it looks perfect. It's gonna be, <laughs> we're going to do bloopers where you see me and Hyman green
0: leotards running <laughs> around him. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I, I might uh, be at the lake or the beach and you'll see me without a lot of shirt. 100%, Psych. 100%. I always wear a swim shirt because I got sunburned one time so bad. I couldn't even lay in my own bed. I had to sit up on the couch to go
1: to sleep because burnt so bad. Um von Bon comes in. When are you guys doing a subscribers only video? Uh, I'm assuming you meant like a uh members only video. We will be doing one here shortly. We haven't done one this month. We need to do one. We try to do at least yeah. one a month. We will probably be doing that this this we, were, uh, this we weekend. were
2: supposed we were supposed to do it this past weekend, but unfortunately I was out of town, so I didn't have a uh, access to to a to a space so I can do it.
1: Or yeah, Jaime was Jaime was taking some Shakira dancing lessons. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> His hips don't lie, y'all. His hips do not lie. He, he was you learning he was learning the truffle shuffle so he can show me <laughs> the truffle shuffle. Oh yeah.
1: Blue already put it out there that he's gonna be doing the truffle shuffle at 50k. Nice.
2: Yeah. nice. Can't wait. I'm gonna make like a thousands of fake YouTube accounts. Just to see that. <laughs> just,
1: just to, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, oh, I hate it. Uh, I'm sorry, Tina. She comes in with a Oh, I hate it. I don't get a chance to talk. Um, no, with the members only, what it is, is we do a members only live at least once a month. And it's more of a, uh, I guess, an intimate setting where we just talk about random shit. And yeah. it's just us, you know, us and the members will answer as many questions as we possibly can. We usually do some giveaways. We hardly ever talk anything about cases or anything. It's more about getting to know us. Uh, we'll give away some merch. We have things like, um, now I'm not giving away this one because it was mine, but uh, we have a, a beanie which I'm probably not going to wear for the next four months. Right? <laughs> we had to go drop a dump, and you know, <laughs> we have those things. We have some stickers. Do you have stickers with you, Heiner?
2: Actually, I give them
1: to Blue, so you can give them to you. Oh, so yeah. I think that's what he's going to go get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. We have uh, we have a drunk turkey sunscreen that will be coming out. I'm just kidding, we, we don't. We we might <laughs> wait. We might, hey, we might have to do a contest, too, remember? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Look, look what I got. I got to drop these off at Danny's. Jaime gave these to me, but look. Look your green screen. Ah, you can <laughs> see the turkey on this one. <laughs> that's cool, though. Is that a pin? Is that a pin? That's a pin. It goes on your shirt right here. Right oh, here. Oh, man, right on your heart i don't mean, think
2: yeah. that's very
1: hard
0: because
2: he also gave him like a bunch of stickers man so yeah
0: we'll get i don't know if he handles you're hiding I'm them right here. right here turkey stickers guys get it get it closer man can't see i was talking about you i'm uh, <laughs> covering the turkey there it is <laughs>
1: so apparently i mean if you want to see hymen floating in a pool it's not very difficult uh, you just got to go to the national park. He's usually there on Saturdays <laughs> in the creeks, <laughs> you know,
2: out. I can't swim, so I'm gonna have to get a floating.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is exactly what you'll see. Oh. I did it once. Did it, I once loved it. did it once. Yeah, we we end up going to a couple different. Like last year, we did right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last year we went
1: to. uh
0: where, where do is we, a go? Camp wood? Camp
1: wood. we go? Campwood. Is it Campwood? Uh, yeah. In River? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Versus, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you guys want to, don't stalk us. <laughs> All <of> us. <laughs> but um, yeah, sometimes we go to the uh, nueces River and go uh, to Campwood to go swimming and stuff. I mean, I mean he wears those uh, dissolvable trunks. He puts mm-hmm. them on himself. On purpose, Yes. <laughs> And and you know what's the funniest thing? And this is actually kind of true, or not kind of true, it is true. My wife bought one of those swimsuits with my face, like, <laughs> all over it. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of embarrassing, I'm not going to lie. But it was fun. It was funny. My wife's crazy. <laughs>
0: that was funny, though.
1: But we got a few minutes, we'll answer a couple questions, and then we'll be jumping on out of here. Dougie uh, C comes on with a $10 super chat. I found the ABC feed and gave me and gave it thumbs down, and then I unst- you know, we did the same, you know here, here, here's the bullshit thing about it, so we did the piece, right and, and, and they told us that basically they had called us up, and they were saying that they were trying to talk that they think I guess that, like, internet true crime might be the future of getting information out there, blah 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 right, and they told us that they wanted to talk to us about that, and like could be the future of solving crimes mm-hmm. we explain to them that we don't solve crimes that we are just a commentary show we talk about the evidence that's out there that we know to be factual and we thought we look at the news articles and things of that nature and, and things that are sourced information if it comes back as being misleading or misinformation it's probably from you guys right from mainstream media because they're the ones with the real sources i mean here recently don't get us wrong we we Got in contact with somebody who's close to, you know, this, you know, one of the families. But, you know, when we did that interview, we didn't know anybody. When we told them that, they're like, "Okay, well, we're intrigued by how many people that you guys have reached, and we want to talk about that." We're like, "All right," and completely pulled the rug out of under us. Like I said, it is what it is. I told you, you. live and you learn from
0: it. Somebody from that crew must have been from Houston, man. They chopped and screwed the shit out of that.
1: Well, I think I think that's because they're from New York, Blue. And the first thing you said, you started like fucking talking shit about Biden. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think
1: they appreciated that, my man. And so
0: <laughs> he tripped the other day. Okay. I was ripping some jokes. I was trying to open the room up. Yeah, I was
1: like looking at the temperature of the room. I'm like, yo, I don't think we're in the right place for those type of jokes. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, deplorable. I Golden also, I also told this. them that their
0: tacos suck and the Austin tacos suck and the tacos in New York suck because they were from three different places
1: well I don't know about the tacos in Austin but New York I've never been there but yeah, Deplorable actually. Golden says they edit everything you have no idea I love that picture too I love it y'all even showed you have legs as well as they didn't get Daniel to take off his aviators that <laughs> been, oh man they wanted me to They wanted me to, and I said, I don't have eyes behind my glasses. (laughs) (laughs) These are my eyes. These are my
0: eyes. And they they tried to control me and told me I couldn't drink, and nobody tells me I can't drink. Yeah,
1: what, what they don't know is that that was the third take. Blue initially did that completely commando with only wearing a shirt and so we had to tell him like hey you, you can't do that bro you gotta you gotta wear bottoms this isn't this isn't like on like on the show This is not guys gone the wild <laughs> nah blue did good man he was um it was the funniest thing though is they when they introduced blue on the, on the thing they go and big blue and this is supposed to be like i guess a serious topic and then it says guy know for the stars and this <laughs> just pauses
2: Yeah, on his face dude. i can't i can't believe they they used like literally our first
0: couple of episodes yeah we used to joke around back then so we you know still I mean? joke around but
1: like they use the clips from things that have nothing to do with true crime yeah you get what i'm saying and oh, so yeah. It, it it was it was hilarious, but we we're we're a group of guys that can laugh about shit like that. Like for instance, we when we first started getting people in our in our live chat, people were talking shit. Like they we just were like we got trolls and we were laughing. We thought it was roast hour, we were pulling <laughs> them up. Somebody said that I looked like my, my parents or cousins or some shit like that. And I thought it was hilarious. My wife still laughs about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep, yep.
2: And it was fun. I mean, I you know. After a while, you're like, okay, like that's okay, they're not supposed to be on our side, they're not on our side. They're not making this they're actually mean this stuff,
1: but and, you know, and I, I I kinda had a feeling, you know, because I was like, why are they interviewing us? Like, what the fuck do we have to do with this? You know what I'm saying? We just comment on it. We yeah. don't have any and this is before Christy reached out to us, right? This yeah. is before Christy reached out to us. So I was like, what does that have to do with any? What do we have to do with anything? So I asked them. I was like, yo, um we want to do a watch party but we don't want to like look stupid are we gonna have like egg on our face well we recommend that you watch it by yourself first when she said that i was like this mother trucker they <laughs> fucked us <this Yeah>. up <laughs> and i i called the guy, I guys like nah dude they, they're gonna screw us i'll
2: be and honest I, man I, I knew it i knew
1: it from the beginning oh like, yeah oh well let's see what happens but, well at the end of the day it's gonna be more, like we grew like two thousand subs so <laughs> No, we were already at 38 without them. No, we were at 36.9, brother, brother, when it came out. Oh, okay. Because like, when it when it initially came out, it was on ABC, right? Before it came out on YouTube.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it came out on ABC first. And after that, we went from 36 to 38. And so, you know,
0: there's going to be some
1: people. There's going to yeah, that's true, too. There's going to be some people that aren't even going to check us out. Like, for instance, I was well... My, I was on the uh, on the Brian Koberger discussion group or whatever, and I was just kind of looking through there, and somebody was like, "Oh man, you know, Drunk Turkey Show is going to be talking about the Koberger case." Blah blah blah. I don't like him, mm. and I was like, "All right," like I didn't say anything. I was just looking at the comments, and then I found out that she's never even seen our show. It says on the show, "I've never seen him," but with a name like that, how professional can they be?
2: And I it's fun. Like, and it's funny because. A while when we first started, like maybe like ten videos in we're we're thinking about actually changing it up, right
1: yeah, 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 we thought about that, and then we're like, you know what this we don't we don't care what other people think,
2: yeah, we gotta stick to our roots,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm almost tempted to go back to the original hand-drawn logo that I did. <laughs> the gangster yeah <laughs> with a black eye and everything and, <laughs> and for those that don't know which which logo I'm talking about, it's this one. The old this, this is the original. This is where it started. And so, but, ah, uh, y'all have any other questions, comments? Uh, I
0: just wanted to correct one thing because they said we were we're killing it and making all this money off our merchandise. I guess I oh yeah, I saw that. We sold four shirts. I <laughs> bought one. You bought one. And my girlfriend bought two. So <laughs> we're 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 raking in the cash, like ABC News said. Oh, yeah!
1: now, if you're interested in our apparel, (laughs) (laughs) that being said, (laughs) we do have tons of apparel at bonfire.com slash store slash drunk turkey show. Now, if you go to like our uh, YouTube channel and put store, you'll be able to find this. But this is some of the uh, the stuff that we have. We have the hashtag drunk turkey show. I wore this on the ABC exclusive. That is the ABC exclusive T-shirt. Yeah, look, uh, me too. <laughs> I'm wearing mine right now. Yeah, blue is wearing this shirt, but blue, we just see your ass. There oh, you go. There you
0: go. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, you still got to wear that's, pants on this shirt. Blue. dude. That's that's members only, bro. Come on. <laughs> and so we also got those shirts here, and they in multiple different colors. We have a hoodie. We have all those different types of stuff. If you guys are interested? It's still there. Drunk Turkey Show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Bonfire, even for the ladies, y'all. I know. I know that uh, we have a lot of female um, ladies that watch the show. You have a, a couple of different types of...
0: Um, My girlfriend bought that one. It's really nice. Oh, yeah? Yes, so, represent. You, you represent. know damn well you bought it for yourself. Blue bought do this like, one. I do like wearing spaghetti straps, and we don't have any spaghetti straps on our on, our, on our sales <laughs> list.
1: So, you get the different colors. Uh-huh. You know, this is for, this is the crop top. I think it says, uh, I don't know what it says, but yeah. We, hey, we sold two of these. Nice. <laughs>
2: there's, there's, someone out there wearing a shirt with our logo and our hashtag out there. Nice. This
1: is, this is. You'll see me wearing this when it's a little bit. You get a thong blue. <laughs> Blue, blue calls thongs granny panties. If you're wearing any panty, it's a granny panty to blue. So, <laughs> isn't that not correct, Big blue, blue? You, you, you go commando everywhere you go. You never wore in the military, but you rank commando.
2: <laughs> it's because Arnold did it once it doesn't mean you can do it.
0: I felt, I felt like it was, it was, it was flossing me, man, in the wrong spot. It's trying to reach the back of my my molar, and it shouldn't reach that far. It's so far. so far in. He can taste it. He can taste That's the fabric. I can. I can. I can uh, taste the the poor sweatshop workers' sweat on th- from the damn fabric. So, Bonbon
1: so <laughs> bon bon asked if we had a pink one, or is that red? We have this color, which is mauve. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, it looks pink. Um, yeah. You know, when I go to, I've gone to Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks a couple of times. And when I go, I don't use their terms. I don't say, you know, whatever. I'm like, I want a uh, medium, large, small, uh, the triple chocolate thing without coffee. That's what I get in case y'all are wondering. Right. But there it is, y'all. That's, that's, that's our merch that hasn't moved. So if you guys want to support the channel and get us, get a couple of things there. We, truly yeah, we
2: appreciate that we also got stickers and
1: pins
2: right the right. hats are coming up
1: yeah so that is just going to be from bonfire now we're going to be doing um we have our hats we have stickers and we have uh, some beanies um, that we'll be shipping from our own place from our doing our own type of stuff um, we are currently getting the paypal and the um, venmo thing getting set up so that way we can do that and basically what you would do is you just order it and then you know through us through our email and then we'll ship it out to you oh yeah Yeah, beanies are dope i like the beanies but it's too hot down here in pittsburgh to be wearing them (laughs) Uh, dts turkey basers coming for the holidays we don't want to be responsible for anybody getting pregnant (laughs) this happened too many times over (laughs) (laughs) what Do y'all have any final words before we uh let everybody go
2: um i just want to say thanks for everybody you know we have 1200 people in here you know and thanks for watching and even mm-hmm.
1: though
2: y'all yeah even though you are waiting for a nip slip from blue but
1: yeah at least y'all watching. yeah if you, if you go to mrskin.com and just search up big blue you'll have a complete category to search up from, from all of his
0: future films on the silver screen. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to be on the silver screen one day. Y'all gonna <laughs> yeah, We're going to eat those words. <laughs> yeah. hey, it might be in the just... back alley and behind the uh, Megaplex, but I'm going to be on the next one. Day. <laughs> <laughs> you, be fa-
1: you might be falling through it, but you'll <laughs> <Yeah>. be there. <laughs> With that being said, y'all, we're the Drunk Turkey Show. Don't take yourselves too serious. We'll see Peace you guys on guys. Friday. Peace.